On the subject of prayer, okay, on the subject of prayer, I want you to understand, like I said last week, Tuesday, it's not the matter that I don't want you to pray. Please continue praying. Even if you pray the old Adamic way, continue to pray until you feel comfortable to pray from present truth that I mentioned. Let me explain present truth. Truth always grows, it evolves. But God said to, to Moses, no, Joshua, in Joshua chapter 1, Moses, my servant, is dead. It's loaded with, with interpretation, you know, in hermeneutics there. What is God really saying, Moses is dead, or what is he saying? The methodology of leadership has changed. Moses was a Levite. You are of the kingly tribe. But you've been under the order of Moses for 40 years almost, right? Being trained to lead like a Levite, but as a king. So Joshua comes as a priest-king, leadership type to the front. So when God changes things, you know, we are slow to, to change. We don't want to change easily. Right? We don't want to change the way God wants to do things. We want to do things our own way. Right? So <coughs> truth evolves. God said to David, God said to Moses, build a tabernacle. Right? But there came a time when the tabernacle was not needed. God moved into another era. God instructed David to build a house. And his son ended up building a temple. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. So truth evolves. It grows. Yeah. Then there came a time when the temple was no longer needed. When Christ came. Right? Mm. And the temple was abolished. Because Christ came now. So truth evolves. Animal sacrifices did not continue when Christ died upon the cross. So truth evolves. It also means truth can last for a certain time. Even though God said something, it can change. The problem with us in church is, if God said something, then it will never change. In our minds, because God said it. Moses is dead. God said, I am not using that type of leadership anymore. I'm upgrading my type of leadership. Currently, we are we are in apostolic reformation, right? But the reformation is changing as well. The reformation is not about apostles, guys. Although the name is apostolic reformation, it is not about apostles only. It is about the restructuring of the governmental order of fivefold to bring the church back to its original position in Genesis 1.26. But Genesis 1, 26 speaks about kingdom. The kingdom rule of God. When God said to, to Adam and Eve, govern the earth, that's kingdom concepts. Right? And we haven't heard this stuff before. But kingdom concepts come from the outer dimension. I call it the eternal realm. Into the earth and God says colonize the earth. Now the word colonizing can be a very negative word if you think about Africa was colonized by the, the Belgian Republic, the French, and the Dutch, and the UK, basically. They came and they, 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 the people, they made the people slaves in Africa. I'm not talking about that colonization. I'm talking about bringing, bringing an imprint from your advanced civilization 
to a lower civilization by upgrading the lower civilization, civilization to your standard. That's the concept of God. Right? Govern the earth. We can, we, can, we, can say, we can say that word can mean, in your image, in your likeness, it can mean administration. It can mean stewardship. It also means management. But one of the words in, in the Hebrew means oiko, oikodoe, which means household. Now, it's not talking about a household like this. A household there refers to the system of government. Right? Every household have a different system of government, whether we like it or not. Every denomination in the earth, uh, whether it's a network or whatever, has a different system of government. So when, when, when truth change, orders change, administrations change because of truth. Is that okay with you guys? So I want to talk to you tonight. I'm not going to talk about your posture of praying, your righteousness, your morality in prayer. Your thankfulness, we can, we can do all those things. Petitioning, you're standing upright before the Lord. I'm not going to talk about, I want to talk, I want to talk about your position in prayer. From which position do you pray? Okay, now, I want you to, to, to bear with me tonight. Because tonight we one of those nights where we're coming in and we, we're overriding your hard drive. Right? We're taking out what you've heard for the last 30, 40, 50 years, whatever. And if you say it for a year, for a year, we're taking out all the old things from your hard drive. In fact, we're going to give you a new hard drive tonight. Say thank you for the new hard drive. Okay, right. Now, I'm going to give you a scripture and then we're going to chat about it, okay? Ecclesiastes. Wat geliet? Wat geliet? Ja. Wat is het? 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 Uh, let's read the whole, the whole thing basically, because this chapter talks about times and seasons and how it changes, okay? And then we're going we're gonna to talk about chap uh, verse 11. Can I read it? <coughs> Please, if you don't mind. What version are you reading? From verse 1. What, what, what uh, version are you reading? Oh, oh, the New, new International Version. That's fine, read it. Is it okay? I can change it to the other one. No, it's okay. You can, I, I would like you to change it to the New King James if you have it. <coughs> chapter 3. New King James Verse 11. Okay. 3.11. Yeah, 3.11. But we're going to do from, from, from one. From, 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 one. from one to 11. Okay. Now I'm reading the New King James. Okay, good. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, Time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A 
time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit has the worker from that in which he labors? I have seen the God-given task with which the sons of men are to be equipped, uh, occupied. Sorry, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. Thank you. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. Okay, sorry. I like that version. My version says, my version says of that verse 11, God has put the world in our hearts. Right? God has put the world in our hearts. The reason why this King James Version, the old King James Version interpretation is wrong because of the Jewish philosophy. Man cannot be an eternal being. That's what the Jews believe. Right? But this original version says, this original version says, He had made everything beautiful in its season, in its time. He also put eternity in the heart. Now listen to me. It's not the heart that's pumping the blood. Okay. Just help him, Yana. Is Ecclesiastes... Yes, <laughs> He's going to read a new living translation. Okay. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. Mm. He has planned eternity in the human heart. But even so, people <coughs> cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Okay. He has put eternity in your heart. But putting eternity in your heart, though eternity is there. People can't see the plans of God. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm after, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We need to learn to pray from eternity. Yeah. Now, what is eternity? Eternity can be explained in theological terms as unlimited time. Yeah. Right? There's no beginning and no end. It's yeah. right. Yeah. It means it also means a a space of time beyond human reasoning. I can give you all that what I'm saying now in different ways of saying it. Yeah. But it simply means it's not eternity, it's not time control. Time is inside eternity. Yes. Minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades, and all the rest yeah. fits into eternity. Yes. That's one definition of eternity. But the most accurate definition of eternity is God quality of life. Please don't forget this. You can write down whatever you have. Eternity equals God quality of life. Because time is in God, right? Yes. Okay. Months, days, whatever is in God. But all the universe, all of creation is in God. So God transcends time, space, the universe. So, according to present truth, I can tell you tonight, eternity is the advanced lifestyle that exists in God. God life. 
but it transcends Zoe. God life is Zoe, but eternity transcends Zoe. Now that quality of life, that quality of life, omniscient, knows everything, omnipresent, can do uh, everywhere at the same time, right? Omnipotence means can do everything. That quality of the omni is located in the eternal. And God has put eternity in the hearts of men. Come on. Eternity in the hearts of men. Now we need to learn as new creations how to operate from eternity inside the mind. It's already there. Hello church. I told you tonight will be a night where you will we're going to change your hard drive. Eternity means a quality of life that exists in God. And you need to live from there. Another way that I say to eternity is Christ in you. Hope of glory. Eternity, if it's God quality of life, Christ in you is God quality of life. Is Christ in you? Yes. Is eternity in you? Yes. You can almost say you have a double dose of God life. But because we haven't been taught how to operate from that level, we will never do that. So I'm going to try to teach you how to operate from that level. Remember, I'm learning. But in this season, God's not going to wait for me or anybody else to learn things completely. Right? But as we go along learning, we teach the stuff. In the olden times, you waited until you understood something completely, and then you taught it. In this season, God says, do it quick. This is a season of acceleration. Mm. Up till now, up till now, the church has been driving in, in, in a car with four gears. Mm. We have to get into fourth gear in order to get into sixth gear. And there's just been released cars with seven forwards, mm. forward gears. Okay, what I'm trying to say to you, First the natural, then the spiritual. If yeah. the natural the, the, is upgrading, why are we lacking behind? Why are we lagging behind in the church? Yeah. So praying from the eternal, can it be done? Yes. yes. If you understand the eternal, can I give you a problem, think about it, and you solve it from the eternal, not from your mind. Somebody's lost. You don't know where the person is and you worry where's the person you can go and seek for help you can ask people pray for this person because he's just disappeared from the face of the earth can be a she as well in your mind okay pray for this person because you can say the family are worried right there's going to come stress and depression you can also ask for the police to intervene and look for the person. How you do that is by asking the police, did you arrest somebody, by the way, in this region? For And what's the name of the person that's arrested? You can go to the hospital and ask, was somebody with such a name admitted to the hospital? You're looking for ways to solve the problem. Yeah. That's how we act, right? You can phone your friends and say, come, let's go look for the person ourselves. Where was you? Where was he seen last? What was he wearing? With whom was he? Did he drive something or did he walk or did he wasn't a bicycle? You can get all the facts together. But if you pray from the eternal, look at me now. If you pray from the eternal, these things I mentioned to you 
does not play a part. Come on. Because you enter into the omnipotent environment, not in the earth, in the eternal, where there's omniscience, God knows everything. Mm. Yeah. You ask God, where's the person? You might not hear anything. But how will you know God answered you? Answered you? Is the person safe? If God knows the person is safe, what will God give you? Peace. Come on, guys. So you will know there's peace, and peace doesn't rest here. Peace comes here, but the effects of peace is here. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Peace of God that passeth all understanding. All understanding. So the peace that God gives you goes above the fact that the person is missing. Because God knows he's safe. What do you do when God tells you he's safe? Come on. You're praying from the eternal. Come on, guys. You rest. Your mind will still be active. Because your mind hasn't been trained. Come on. Talk to me tonight. Don't tell me you've never been there. But some of us are so wise, we will override the peace factor. We still worry. Hmm? I got, a, I got a chorus I'm going to sing for you tonight, but please, you know the chorus. Don't worry. Boom, boom, boom. Be happy. Don't you think that guy knew the scriptures when they wrote that song? I'm just playing with your minds. <laughs> worry is the opposite of fear. Worry is the opposite of belief. Worry is the opposite of word. Come on. The eternal peace factor in the situation gives you the advantage to operate in the heavens and bring the heavens down into the earth. You might not sleep. You might be worried. But you have peace. And you will begin to utter the peace in your heart. Don't worry, the person is okay. Everybody else around you, even you can worry. But with you, there's peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding. Amen? What am I saying tonight? I'm using an illustration, but I can speak to anybody around the table. We all tend to worry. All tend to do that. Can we become more personal, more real? God, how am I going to pay the rent this month? There's no money coming in. Hello? Were you there? If you will never be there, I've been there many times. And I told, I'm going to tell you right now, God even gave me the amount I'm going to get one day. Mm. About 25 years ago. Mm. I'm going to give you that money more than what you need. Mm. I needed 730 rand. God said, I'm going to give you 731 rand. <laughs> I almost said to God, can't you make it more? <laughs> I was working. It was a Sunday afternoon. The Saturday, the, 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 it was a Sunday afternoon. The Monday morning, I walked into my job. Switched on the machine. And the manager came out and said, Phew, come here. I thought to myself, when the manager calls you like that, everybody, you're in trouble. Switch mm. off the machine, I thought to myself, shut, I'll get a, a warning claim. I'm going to get a warning today. Walked into the office, said, close the door, close the door. said, sit, sir. I said, and he tells me, you know, but three months ago, I decided to make you a foreman. Yeah. But because you were new here, you only have two months. 
I knew there's going to be problems, there's going to be protest action, you know, and they're going to they're going to sort you out. So I stayed back. Now this morning I promote you, mm-hmm. and because of not promoting you, that I give you back pay, yeah, cash mm-hmm. money, seven hundred and thirty-one rand. You know, it's like, it, it was like, I knew what was coming. Mm. When he gave me an envelope, I knew exactly the city amount that I need. Mm. What I'm trying to say to you, mm. God is always ahead of your worry. Yeah. Yeah. God, always ahead of your problems. <laughs> always ahead of your doubt and your unbelief. Mm. The disciples were on the boat. Mm. Jesus said, go on, go to the other side, I'll get you there. None of them thought, how is this guy that spoke this going to get to the other side? But listen, in the midnight hour, he walks in a storm on the sea. Mm-hmm. Right? And they said, there's a ghost coming. Said, Do not be afraid, it is me. Now the King James said, it is I. If I tell you now, don't be afraid, it is I. You're going to say, your terminology is wrong. Tenses mm-hmm. are out of date. And when he said that, they experienced peace. Got in the boat. They got in the boat. And there was peace. Mm. Who's in your boat tonight? Skipper. Is your boat not skipping, man? Skipper <laughs> Jesus. I rebuke you, Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's in your boat tonight? Is it the one that's in charge of timelessness? Mm. Listen to me. Is he the one that's in charge of timelessness? Out of whom time originates from? Is he in charge? Mm-hmm. And you've got no problems. I'm teaching you eternal principles to live by. So how do you pray from the eternal principles? <laughs> Coming back to the illustration of peace, the person is missing, right? You begin to pray. Thank you. The person is safe. Mm-hmm. Your mind says, I don't know where he is. He can be in trouble. Your mind says to you, Maybe in the hospital, maybe this and that happened. That's what your mind says. But the spirit speaks. Mm-hmm. Like Adam spoke in the beginning. Mm-hmm. In spite of circumstances and situations and events. Because when you speak, circumstances and, and situations begin to react. <clears throat> like when Jesus said, peace be still to the stormy sea. Mm-hmm. The stormy sea subsided. Eternity, speaking from eternity, speaking from the image of God. Representation is our problem today. We know more of sin than the image of God. Now, now, how do I teach you the image of God in today's life? Because you must remember, the only person that ever walked in the image of God properly, two, two of them, was Christ fully, right? But Adam in the beginning, I don't know for how long he walked, until he fell. Mm. We know Adam after the fall up till now. We know we know it thoroughly. Mm. And we do everything after the consequences of the fall. Mm. But Jesus <coughs> came and showed us how Adam was supposed to live before he fell. Mm-hmm. Adam was not designed to fall. Come on, help me now. Mm-hmm. Adam was not desi- designed to, to represent God outside the image because you can't represent God outside the image Adam was not listen to me now Adam was not supposed to pray like we pray look with me now if Adam would have lived if Adam never sinned would we have needed 
the Bible. No, no. Mm. I never said it, you said it. Mm. Don't go around and say the Lord said it because you said so. Mm. If Adam never sinned, would he have needed God's guidance? Mm. No. Come on. Come on. Yeah, the relationship with yeah, like Say again? Yeah, Adam fell from a relationship with God. Yeah. Adam fell from, he didn't fall from stewardship, he fell from the relationship with God, and that relationship empowered him to govern and rule and reign and yeah. present God in the image and likeness. So Adam need, the status of Adam with God need to be regained. The cross cross, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus regain that status. Paul says, if Jesus is not risen from the dead, our faith yeah. is in vain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. Question, did Christ rise from the dead? Of course. Yes, yes. Yes. Of course. We know that. Mm. Then look at me now. Mm. If we know that, then it's time to start living the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The resurrection is not, listen to me, the resurrection is not somebody being raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. Let me clear that now to you. Say after me, the resurrection, the resurrection is, not somebody is not somebody being raised from the dead. Being raised from the dead. Somebody being raised from the dead is the example for the resurrection. It's not the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Come on, guys, Amen. please, man. John chapter 11, you heard me saying this many times. Jesus says to the one of the sisters of Lazarus, your brother will live again. And the sister says, yes, I know. In the last day of resurrection, mm -hmm. the last day, there's a, there's a custom amongst Jews, there will be a last day when the dead will rise up. Mm -hmm. The sister says to Jesus, in the last day of resurrection, I will see my brother again. Mm -hmm. Jesus counters that statement. He says, I am present tense, the mm -hmm. resurrection. I am present tense, the resurrection. I am present tense, the resurrection. Now, I, did he die yet? No. He says, I am the resurrection. Now, if he's raised before he died, then resurrection surpasses somebody being raised from the dead. Come on. You and I need to learn to to live from the resurrection. Mm. And I'm not speaking about the physical resurrection of Jesus. Mm. I'm speaking about Jesus being the status of resurrection. Yeah. Mm. Resurrection is a status. Mm. It's a state of being. Mm. Resurrection talks about somebody died. But he lives again. Mm. You are all here dead people walking. You are all here, dead people walking. You are called dead people society. And Robin Williams is not the actor. You are the actor. You are the main actor. Question. If Jesus, if Adam did not die, would you and I have needed the cross? No. Now, if Adam did not die, <coughs> listen to me. You would be living the resurrection principles in the format of eternity. Now I'm going to show you scriptures to give you, to give you guts to pray from the resurrection, pray from the eternal dimension. Matthew 4 verse 4. 
Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Did Jesus refer to this Bible? No, he referred to the spoken word of God. He referred to the relationship Adam had with God. Are you okay with that? Man shall not live by bread alone, natural sustenance. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. God is always speaking. Always speaking. Always producing eternal quality of lifestyle. And all you and I need to do is listen. The biggest thing you can do to yourself in this season is learn to listen. Learn to listen. I'm so glad that that people were, you know, last week sending emails around and Facebook messages around and, you know, and whatever about the EFF and the, the shutdown, whatever. Some, one, one or two around the table said, said, that's not going to happen. Because <clears throat> that person did not speak from the EFF and the, the plans they had. This, this was a, a thoroughly thought out plan. The strategy was worked out mm -hmm. months before they even announced it. Mm. The children of God rises up and squashes the plans. Yeah. How do you rise up against a thing like that? Mm -hmm. Let me show you how you rise up against a, king, a thing like that. Oh king, it's not us that's gossiping. There is a prophet in Israel that tells the king of Israel what, whatever we discuss here. He even tells the king about your intimate conversations with your wife in the bedroom. Right? Yeah. And the king said, where's the prophet? And they tried to take out the prophet and they could not. Mm. Matthew 4 verse 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm. First Chronicles 12 32. What does it say? <clears throat> the sons of Issachar. As a tribal anointing. Of, tribal anointing of prophecy. First Chronicles. First, First Chronicles. I don't know. If you sit so far, if you sit so far, you must phone in. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love the landline. <laughs> Chronicles 12:32. The sons of Issachar understood the times. Other version says the sons of Issachar knew the times. Right? And knew. What Israel had to do. In other words, their insight into the times spurred them on to give instructions, strategic advice to the nation. Are you listening to me? We need to break the prophetic down so that the prophetic can touch every segment of society, not just the four walls of the church. I can, I can play a game with you tonight. I can ask you, show me any man of God in the Old Testament that only ministered, besides the priests, that ministered only in the temple or in the tabernacle. I can ask you a question. Moses got the pattern of the tabernacle. Was he involved in the, in the service of the tabernacle? No, no. <coughs> he wasn't. Okay. Are you listening to me? Solomon, 
got wisdom. Mm-hmm. Although he built his house, his palace next to the temple, he wasn't involved in the service of the temple. But he was God's person. Joseph from jail turn the country around we need to break our paradigms of four walls church down very quickly your hard drive has been shattered tonight please eternal principles is in our hearts we've been taught everything will come back and it will be victory and will overcome when Jesus comes back. Good news for you. He's only coming back when this gospel of the kingdom has been taught to all nations. Yeah, this is very dying. So who's holding him back? You perhaps know else of it? Us! <laughs> we don't teach the gospel of the kingdom. We teach a gospel of personal salvation. I think the next level will be gospel of the kingdom for us to understand that right we need to upgrade our thinking now if i shed it your hard drive your computer is damaged without the hard drive can a computer operate i'm not a computer boffin who's a computer boffin your mic can a computer operate without a hard drive no no if a hard drive is damaged you can have little bits of that and that now, but you can have an incorrect function. So what do you do if your hard drive is damaged or is faulty? Replace it. Can I ask you something? Don't you think the cross of Jesus Christ came to reboot the human hard drive yes. of, yes. of men? Yes. Now, you never heard that before, okay? Jesus came to kick out all our nonsense. Mm. For God so loved the world, the ethnos, mm. the ethnos, not the populace of the globe, the ethnos. He loved the systems, the administrations, the government, the rules and regulations that's there in mankind. He came to reboot us. Mm. Reboot means back to your original settings. Mm. The cross is actually in the, in the resurrection, is back to default settings. Mm. Sublift Church, we need to upgrade our thinking. Mm. Before we came here, my daughter in law was sitting with the studies and she asked a question What does the word repertoire mean? Obviously, I, I, I knew that she learned something from the studies. And I, I, the answer then she refuted them. Okay, I can say to you, I can say to you, repertoire in which context? Because that's my, my, my background. I, 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 I do that. Mm. Right, and you know, you and I, we know that repertoire means to do a replay of a play. Before it happens, you're gonna do the final analysis, whatever, and get ready for the play now. But according to the new discovery of the word repertoire, it doesn't refer to that at all. According to the new definition, you can go and Google it. Repertoire means to change your thinking system. I was shocked. I was shocked. Repertoire means to go and get a reboot. Now you go and 
don't do Dr. Google tonight. And you find different dimensions of Google repertoire until you find what they were talking about. Listen guys, education has evolved lots of times. Lots of times. But we in church have stagnated in education. My people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Can, we, can we bring that word down to a how, how we understand it today? If you're on the Cape Flats, you'll be told the church is destroyed because of their stupidity. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. <coughs> One of the most frustrating things is to be pulled up by a traffic cop that traffic cop that does not know the traffic laws. Yeah. Hmm. One of the most stupid things to do. Chancer. If you go to court nowadays, right, and your lawyer hasn't handled a case like you have now, you stand 99% chance to lose that case. Why? Lack of knowledge is destructive, not only in church, in all spheres of society. Our government is proof that most of our cabinet ministers do not know what they do. No. They are elected with the John Cena spirit. Right? And the only thing they do, they need to, they, they think will work is toy toy. Don't tell them I said it. <laughs> he had put everything beautiful in its season. And then it says, it says, it put eternity in the hearts of men. And, and this is the wrong thing. So no man can find out or know the work that God has made from the beginning to the end. It should read like this, God has put eternity in the hearts of men. So that men can know God's purpose and God's plan from the beginning to the end. He doesn't hide things from us. Are you with me? Yes. So if you want to learn how to pray, you've got to position yourself in the eternal. But can you? Yes, you can. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. We are seated in heavenly places. Heavenly places, you can, you, you, can, you can tell them, I said, you can tell King James, I said, wrap heavenly output eternal there. That's what I mean, basically. You are seated in the throne room. And the throne room is not governed by time. All our problems <coughs> have been solved. Am I right? Yes. Or am I right? Warfare. You heard about warfare? Right? Warfare. Mm -hmm. News for you. Jesus completed all your warfare at the cross. Mm -hmm. All your warfare. Mm -hmm. Today you have warfare ministries. Today you have deliverance ministries. Right? And people run to the stuff. Recently I listened to a guy called Dutch Sheets. And Dutch Sheets, Dutch Sheets. D-U-T-C-H Dutch Sheets. Larkins sheets, as I spell sheets, Larkins sheets. S H W E T S sheets. All out to Larkin. And Dutch sheets came to a conference. Dutch sheets came to a conference where where where, where the PowerPoint, you know, some the com the laptop the computer stuff did not work. So we couldn't use a PowerPoint. Sight and sound. We couldn't use it. So hurriedly went off to a hardware shop and bought 
some some wood and stuff like that, and they made a picture of the wood family out of wood, and then he, he bought the hammer. He bought the hammer. And then he says, there's a big difference between the hammer, and the hammer is the is the symbol for ecclesia, ecclesia, right? Mm. And the word church is the word family. Mm. Says we taught, he said, we taught family, church. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. And then he said, the problems in the family can be addressed by counseling and guidance and marriage offices and stuff like that. Mm. How to raise children correctly. You take the same problems to ecclesia. You don't counsel it, you judge it. Meat was stunning. Showing your family and the hammer, ecclesia. The hammer is judgment, declarations and decrees, you know, and commands. Well, you can go on with the family structure of church. He said in the family structure of church, we sing songs. Right? And we praise and we worship. In ecclesia, you don't sing songs, you take over. Well, this is the church of Krum. Yeah. In family, you pray for a problem to be solved. In ecclesia, <laughs> you bring the finished work of the cross into the situation, solved. Yeah. I said to myself, wow, the church is upgrading, guys. Mm -hmm. It's upgrading. I'm listening to a guy called Joseph Matera. And he's, he's, he's destroying <laughs> My theology, even of the Apostolic Reformation, is destroying it. Mm. So all I'm going to say about that. We need to learn to pray from the eternal. Mm. Remind you this, the eternal is not timelessness only. Mm. The eternal is God quality of life that's mm. being brought mm. into a situation yeah. by you and me. Mm. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Is anybody having a, a situation that we can pray for tonight from the eternal? Anybody? Well, um, my daughter, I think I did mention to you about the issues at work she was having and that she was going to be going into a disciplinary hearing. Mm -hmm. So on Monday the 27th, um, okay. they, you know, they, she's been given notification that she's having the hearing on Monday. Okay. So we don't know. Obviously, I've been praying for a positive um, outcome. Okay. What's her name again? Jessica. Jessica. Mm. Okay, fine. I also no. would like you to pray for um, my daughter's story to be resolved because okay. the father-in-law so is can really... We, yeah, can we go step by yeah, step? Yeah. Pray for Jessica first, then we come to your daughter. Okay. Okay. Veronique? Veronique. Okay, right. We're going to pray for Jessica. Okay. I do not need any more information. Mm. Why? Because we are entering into the omniscience of God. He knows everything. Mm. Or do you want me to explain to God the whole situation? Mm -mm. I don't need to. I'm trying to show you tonight. You don't need to go to God. I, I know people that pray like this. Lord, the name is Joe Brown. Joe Brown is leaving tonight. He's going to Kansas. He's driving a Buchanan Chev. Or a Chev Buchanan. Gives God the color and the number plate. Mm. Even give God the mileage of the car. <laughs> Joe Brown is leaving his wife, Lord. He likes to wear a check shirt and a blue jeans <laughs> and a cowboy hat. <laughs> you can pray. But that prayer worked out 
into a word of knowledge mm -hmm. for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And and if this person was pray, if this person was is leaving tonight and he just decided, Lord, he's gonna leave the car for his wife. Mm -hmm. His wife must drop him on a certain road, a freeway, and then he'll hike from there. She doesn't know he's leaving, he's just taking his guitar with. <laughs> Are they leaving our Lord? And the two children or three children behind. And her name is Jessica, Lord. And the children's name is given. And this guy leaves. Tony Campalo is preaching in the same area, a graduation service. After the graduation, this guy praying, prays on his head. He's supposed to pray for Tony Campalo and bless him. He prays for Joe Brown on Tony Campalo's head. Tony Campalo says, My. God, my head, my head. But he leaves it. He leaves. You must listen to the story that Tony Campbell tells you. It's like a, the best piece of humor I've ever had heard in church, in prophecy. Now, after a while, Tony Campbell says his head is paining. He says he's got a lecker blessed cup here, around here. And he's paining just on the edges where the hair starts to grow, where the hair starts to get. He's paining. He's trying to get out, he gets out of the church, he drives like mad because he wants to get into the freeway where he can open the windows and get the wind blowing. And as he opens the windows, gets the wind blowing, he passes somebody and in a mirror he sees somebody with a check shirt and a blue jeans with a guitar. <laughs> and he remembers the prayer. He remembers the prayer. He goes back to the next off ramp, turns back and comes back. Stop by the guy, he's still standing there. Where are you going? He's going so far. Get in and drop you. As they drive, he tells the guy, Hi Joe, I'm Tony. The guy <laughs> says, How can how do you know my name? He said, Don't worry. The same is Brown. Yes. Yeah. The wife is Jessica. Yes. You leave with Jessica tonight, and Jessica doesn't even know it. He gives them the children's names. He says, I don't care about what you're leaving behind. Right? He goes to the next offering, turns around, because this guy gave the address where they stayed as well. He drove him straight to the address because the guy explained to God how to, how to turn left here, right there, right there, right there. So he goes straight there, stops in front of the house. Outside the house, Jessica still stands there. Joe gets out of the car. Thank you, God, you brought him back. Just as I prayed, send somebody. Send the minister of God to bring him back. But God answers both prayers. Jessica's prayer and the guy that prays on Tony, Tony's head. But sometimes you do not need to pray all the detail. God knows the details. Yeah. Right? Amen? Amen. So, Father, we come tonight. We pray for Jessica. I must ask you again, am I right? Yes, yes. I, just, I'm, I don't want to use the wrong name, but I pray for somebody else. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. So, I pray for Jessica tonight, oh God. And I'm, I'm coming to you based on Karen's prayer request. But I'm not coming from the, the hearing of Jessica. I'm not coming because a mother in concern and care and love brings Jessica before her. I'm coming from the eternal. I'm coming from the basis of Genesis 1.26. You made man according to your image and your likeness. And from that position, that's my foundation tonight, what I pray for. 
I serve God. You saw in the eternal past that there will be a hearing of Jessica on the 27th of April. Of March. March. 7th of March. Thank you. You see, in eternal prayer, you can talk with me. So on the 27th of March, oh God, you knew that there would be a hearing. But I tell you, all right, that you've arranged the hearing, oh God, because you know this lady is innocent. Yes. And her innocence will be declared in that hearing. Yes. So on the night before the 27th starts, those in charge of the hearing of God, I bring their minds before you. Because the heart of the king is turned wherever you turn the heart of the king. Scripture says, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord and you turn the heart wherever. At this moment, these people are the kings in this meeting. But you have turned already the heart of the kings in Jessica's favor. And from that position, not now, from the eternal, we declare Jessica innocent because she is innocent. And we declare free from any accusation. All accusation from that position has fallen flat. Oh God, without any evidence, without any proof. And whoever has connived this accusations, whether it's labor or not, that's not the issue here. We come from the eternal judge of all. Yes. You are the one that knows A to Z. Yes. You are the one that knows Jessica needs, needs this job. But we're not asking you because he needs this job. We're asking you because you have proven yourself, oh God, to work on behalf of those that calls upon your name. And now we're calling upon your name on behalf of Jessica. And you have already worked and because you worked already, we declare, Jessica is free. Jessica is free of God. And we place the freedom in that meeting. We even speak confusion on the accusations. So that it will be withdrawn by your power and by your might. The Lord says so. Amen. I didn't touch... The accusations. Mm. I touch what God had already planned. Mm. Veronique's story, I partially know it. You want it to be finished? Yes. Because the father said he will see her annihilated because she's come off his money. That's what, 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 what did he say? He said he wants her totally annihilated because she comes off his money or sure. Daddy. So let me let me tell you right now. Do you want us to turn that words around for him? Yes. 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 I don't know. I actually uttered that. I said, Lord, because no, I just sent you strongly. Those things. I said, Lord, you repay him because his money is his God, right. and God is his money. Okay. You see, that's that's a kind of uh, demonic attitude of mammon. Yeah. Mm. It makes you act like God, yeah. where people are nothing. Yeah. So as Veronique, oh God has been declared to to be annihilated. Yeah. It will not happen. Yes. It will not happen. Because this group here tonight, this table tonight, we run with Veronique unto the name of the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. We don't run, oh God, for, for her to be hidden in there. 
We run to the name of the Lord because the name of the Lord is a strategic pattern of warfare. Yes. We are together as sons tonight. We're standing in the gates as arrows of the divine Father. And we're shooting the arrows against this man that says, Veronique must be annihilated. If it doesn't change his words of God, his words will judge him. And we turn it over to the courts of the land. The courts of the land are going to turn in a favor. And he will feel a brunt of judgment. Not of the courts of the land, but of the courts of heaven. We stand tonight, O God, knowing, knowing, knowing that we have the right to bind on earth what is already bound in heaven. We have the right to loose on earth what's already loose in heaven. You said, O God, you will take care of the widows. You will take care of the poor. You will take care of the orphans. Yes. So as Veronique stands almost like widowed, you've taken care of her already. And we release the care of the Lord over her life and over her children. And if this man doesn't repent, and his son does not repent, many times they were supposed to repent. They did not repent. Last time, oh God, if they don't repent, deal with them in earnest judgment. Deal with them in the fear of the Lord. I'm not asking you to deal with them in nice fear. I'm asking you to deal with with them in the fear of the Lord. Because this man is arrogant. Totally arrogant. And I've never ever judged somebody before your truth. But tonight I come and I judge. What's his name? Dougie. Dougie. Dougie who? Fivers. Yeah. Tonight we come as a group and we judge Dougie Fivers yes, for his actions and his arrogance. Yes, I say to you, we judge him yes, because of his his arrogance and his stingy. Yes, his money, oh God, does not make him a God. Yes, yes. Therefore, from the eternal, we pronounce judgment upon this man. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a swift a swift end to this case. Thank you. A swift end to this case. Because he just dragged on, dragged on, dragged on. And because he thinks he can do what he wants, he comes up against God Almighty. And we stand on behalf of Veronique before you. And we declare, because of her mother's faith, and raised her in the ways of the Lord and her family, we declare, this case is null and void. Yes. We, we, we destroy, we destroy, oh God, oh God, the animosity against them. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I must tell you, tonight, I've never judged anybody for this. I just felt tonight to bring this person to judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened today to you? We went shopping and the car guard came to my daughter and he said to her, I see you are a woman of God. He said, I want to tell you, God says, that the doors that have been shut for so long, God is, has opened for you. Mm-hmm. My was blown away. Absolutely blown. She said, I received that promise from you. And I want you to tell me, Nick, go with Elsie and Jacques, go with your family to her. She's there by you. Sorry? Is she there by you? She's staying by you? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's there by you. She needs to come back to the Lord as yes. quickly as possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we are see. not going to pray prayers like this yeah. when people don't want to come to the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, I'm serious. Oh, she's walking with God, but she 